0: Today we have with us Anne-Marie McClung, who is a breakup expert and relationship coach. Uh, she is also my sister and she is pregnant with my niece or nephew. Do you think it's gonna be a niece or a nephew? Why don't you just put it in the comments and let me know what you think. And welcome to our pod session today. Hello. How are you?
1: I'm not too shabby yourself.
0: Not too shabby, how, how far along are you now?
1: I am just over 19 weeks.
0: 19 weeks, are you excited?
1: Yeah, I'd be lying if I said it Are you going
0: <laughs> to call it Seafood John Cogan? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally. For sure. Yeah. Cool. All right, cool. Well, Anne-Marie, welcome to our podcast. Um, why don't we give our listeners and our viewers a bit of context on who you are, a bit of a background, like mm-hmm. a three to five minute story of who Anne-Marie McClung is. Oh,
1: gosh. In, in a coaching sense or me as the Just whatever you best. choose. Uh,
0: you, whatever you like, your your call.
1: Um, Yeah, so... How I ended up where I am today, um, will backtrack to, you know, the blueprint of blueprint of relationships that I've had, um, where I've, you know, not really successfully chosen the right partners in the past. I, you know, had terrible breakups, and some of which I stayed in for too long at my own accord, and I then, you know, decided at a time where I just had a really bad breakup and I had a pattern of <laughs> basically getting on a plane. So once the hurt was so bad, a relationship didn't work out, I would literally change countries and go somewhere completely different and think that, that would be you know, the answer to you know, me being happy again. And it just didn't work out that way. And the last time I did that, I actually went over to Hong Kong um, to work with you. And I was still, like I was living in an Asian country and I was still like, seeing this person's name come up on billboards I'm like what the hell is this and it was only then that I realized it was you know, of my own making that I wasn't getting over this and I you know then made the conscious choice of getting over it in my own way and finding things that will help me change that path and um, change was a change my thoughts or change your thoughts was the first sort of um, birth of my Instagram and my path of changing my life and finding a better way because I wanted to become a mother and a wife. I just needed to figure out how to do that in the way that I wanted to, instead of being a reactive, like meet someone and pray that they like me and love me. Um, But it's so much more about, you know, one of my mentors in NLP says, you know, if it's meant to be, it's up to me. So how am I instrumental in my own life? And that was then my journey of you still dating, like, you know, Mr. Wright or Mr. McClung didn't just turn up that day. It was, you know, dating, figuring out what I truly wanted and working on myself. And from then it was, you know, I found that through, you know, Instagram and Facebook, people were following that journey. And yeah, I just then thought, you know what, I want. I've got to a stage now where I've met, you know, my person, obviously. We're having the next version, incarnation of ourselves. And I'd like to give people that hope that they can have whatever it is they want be it a partner or you know if they want children whatever you know they don't have to have the same path as me but I want them to understand that that hurt and despair that they in isn't a forever thing and that they can take control of their emotions their thoughts and then shift into a better version of their world yeah. if they choose to be
0: Okay. And why, why specifically, because I know you're a coach and you've done NLP mm-hmm. and you've done a lot of coaching courses, mm-hmm. why like, even like Reiki and meditation, yeah. but why, why did you decide you wanted to go down the
1: relationship path? I just found it resonated with so many people. I did start off you, know, as you mentioned with um, a lot of spiritual um, modalities, which I still incorporate in some ways into you know coaching sessions and workshops. Um, but it just it, it struck a chord and in a way it was like helping the old version of myself. I can see so much of me in that space of hurt and uh, I was just like, Oh, let me help you get past that, you know. Let's not make it, you know, as long a time as I did. There was one, you know, person that just it's not the person, it was just the state I was in. That took probably about four years to snap me out of it. I wanna decrease that time for you. Like It's not a forever thing. You could really, if you wanted to, snap out of it in a day, but just deal with the life of it. And um, I found it to be more practical um, than... Look, I love, you know, crystals. I love, you know, the whole thing about seeing feathers, that angels are near. All of that stuff is amazing to me, and I do appreciate, and I think it has a place, but I find that in saying that, some people can lend itself to, you know, if I don't have this, then th- something else won't happen. When I, my belief would be that we have everything we need in here and you are not less than if you don't have that rock, that crystal, that feather, that session with a coach. So even with my um, sessions, it's more of, I'll help you find what you need inside yourself and then you move on and do, do you. Like a crutch, I'm not like i 'm not going to find something else wrong with you so you have to keep coming back and see me all the time I'd rather just see you a few times and then see you live that's what really like lights me up so yeah that's I get excited when it's when I can see people who are ready to change um, and they're ready to own this stuff that, that's what makes me excited and that's why I fell into you know more of that breakup side of it as opposed to the other modalities that I have worked with
0: and because you're focused on relationships, you know, uh, and we want to be delivering value to the guys on the back end of this, Mm -hmm. whoever listening and and watching. Uh, Relationships are so important, everything's a relationship Mm -hmm. with another human being. Um, What in particular do you think are like the foundational concepts, ideas, or what things do you think people need to have a successful relationship? No,
1: it always, 100% will come down to communication, always is there's a few things, communication. um, There's a presupposition in uh, NLP which is neuro-linguistic programming which is respecting other people's model of the world which I find is a huge, huge thing to be able to then communicate. So it all goes back to sort of that communication model because as much as you and I can sit here and have a conversation and we're brought up by the same parents, we could still have completely different views on you know, love, finance, money, and you and I both know that, we do have different views mm. on certain things, so just because we're brought up in no, the same house. I've got house the better view, yeah, I understand. Yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, so even though you might be brought up in the same house, you have different, like, points of view. Yep. So it would be ridiculous to assume that somebody that you've met who has a completely different upbringing will have the same values, beliefs, outlook on life. There might be similarities, but they're not going to be the same, and so if you're not communicating that, you you need to have some sort of clear communication, then that's where it all sort of falls apart. I mean, it was interestingly enough, my um, my weekend clients, the theme was based around communication um, and the fear of actually saying what they wanted in a relationship and the assumption, well, well I feel this way, so they should just know. <laughs> so how would they just know? Yeah, they so th-
0: they're expecting their partner to be a psychic. <laughs>
1: Literally, that's <laughs> what it is. It's the whole, well, I do this, so... <laughs> They should just do that. Well, it's like, well, hang on. They didn't have your mum or dad or your brother, the, your guardian, the grandparents, whoever it was who was your, you know, model for love. Or even if it's you know family relationship, you know, we still come to heads. You know, I was brought up, my, me and mum. We also have arguments just because we have the same environment doesn't yeah. actually give you the you know the same sort of communication skills. So being able to understand communication on different levels, how we communicate through our words. Some people talk with more feeling words. Some people are more um, just detailed in their conversations. Some people use more seeing words or audio words. There's also things like um, the five love languages and how people give love.
0: I'm glad you brought that up um, Mm. because I think that's a fascinating way to understand people. Mm. Uh, Get on, I think it's type in five love languages into Google and you'll find a test you can do. Yeah. And you find out your actual five love languages in Mm. in order from what you appreciate most as love. Yeah, as I was saying, (laughs) that was an interesting interlude. What was that? Yeah, that sounded fun. Anyway, that was a little interlude. The guys in the office were obviously working. Yeah,
1: Um, in NLP we call that a pattern interrupt, so that actually stops whatever you're doing which is actually a good thing in communication to sort of shift what you're in, to re-sort of come back to that.
0: so yeah, get yourself onto, f- type in five love languages in Google, and then you know, your friends and your love relationships, check out what they are, and mm. I think it helps you to understand each other better. 100%, 100%. Okay, and so communication. Oh, it's, what, it's what tips would you give to you know, our, our listeners and viewers, mm-hmm. our audience, on how to communicate better? Mm.
1: When you're communicating with somebody, Communication isn't just words. You know, it's body language. It's, um, you know, maybe they're not communicating. A great little, you know, Insta post I've always, you know, love is, you know, no message is still a message. Someone, you know, if they're not wanting to communicate with you. then They're communicating that they don't want to communicate with you. It's the irony of it. Um, yeah, really listening to how they speak to you. You know, it, it, there's a whole thing on that, you know, how they're sitting, like the way they, they stand, what words they use. I'm a feeling person, I'm kinesthetic. So a lot of my languages will be about the feeling of something. Um, and if somebody's more audio, they're gonna be talking about how something sounds. Um, so picking up how they speak, because the reason why we get along with some people, like, you know, you meet somebody at a party or whatever, and all of a sudden you're just like, oh my god, they're a great person. And you just feel a connection with them better than, say, the other person because they're talking in the same language as you. Not just that we're both talking English here on this podcast, but we're saying the same words. So, if, and that's how you build that connection. You're like, oh, that person was great. Whereas your mate would be like, oh, that person's a dickhead. They mm. didn't get me.
0: They maybe were more of a visual person, whereas yep. this one was more of a feeling or yep. an audio or yeah. whatever. Okay. Yeah.
1: I mean, there's a lot um, to be said about yeah, the words that you're using and also just yeah, the way you someone's standing. Are they actually looking at you? Um, where they're looking? You know. um, but that would how, does the how does
0: the amateur, how does the person who's not really certain of you know, mm-hmm. these little subtleties, how do they kind of grasp into that? How do they, you know, what would you suggest they do to gain more of an understanding of that so they can communicate better?
1: Understanding yourself. Um, when we're communicating, and I'm, in my head, I'm going to say an, an, a discussion, perhaps a heated discussion. A lot of the time, people will stop; to they're waiting for the pause to react to you, to say what they want, as opposed to listening to what the other person says. So, okay, communication is listening to what they're actually saying.
0: How do you how do you listen? How do you listen better?
1: Mm. It's actually being quite present, you know. To to be more conscious of that person in front of you instead of perhaps thinking, oh shit, dinner's got to be ready soon, I've got to go pick someone up It's actually listening to their words and being focused on them. Okay. You know, perhaps it's actually a word that they might say a few times. Like, oh, you've actually said um, neglect a few times. What does neglect mean for you? What do you mean by neglect? picking something if someone's saying something it comes up a few times that's giving you a key to there's something around that that there might be a bigger meaning to
0: okay so listen uh, focus on them Mm. and even question Mm. ask them questions relative to what they've been talking about okay good we teach something called three centered listening which i think is also be useful to our listeners where Mm. we feel our head our heart and our body Mm. like we'd be mindful of that yeah and we whilst we listen so mm. you're concentrating on your mm. listening with your body your emotions and your mind as you listen it's yeah. something we, we we work within our teachings as well so yeah i think they'll all be helpful for for people to do that yeah me personally i've certainly found that breakdowns in communication mm. have been problems in relationships you know, in marriages and also in business partnerships, and now I have, like, this value of over-communication, radical <laughs> candour and transparency. <laughs> like, literally everyone knows everything. Like, yeah. like Vanessa, uh, she literally knows everything about me. Mm. Like has access to all my emails, my cards. Like, this complete openness in everything, mm. and I find that so good for our relationship.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. you'll need that in, in certain relationships to have that trust. Um, and when it's all out there, then there's it's just easier. If you can be completely honest, you know, with people that you need to be honest, honest with or who are close to you, it makes, it just makes yeah. it easier. Yeah,
0: I um since you brought up the concept of trust, which is a big thing in relationships, and I know you deal with breakups uh, mm. as a part of your, your work. Um, I, I'm guessing that when there's a breakup, sometimes people feel like there's a betrayal of trust. Would that be, does that come up often or not really?
1: Yeah, there, there's...
0: Um, well, uh, let me put it another way. Okay. If if someone is in a breakup and they do feel like their trust is being betrayed, yeah. how do you help that person heal? Okay, so... <laughs> that that no, says it I mean <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> it's a tricky one.
1: It's not, it's not that it's tricky. It's okay. just that, I mean, uh, you know, with Instagram you do like a and a and people can use that, but there's so many facets towards it. Like how do you... Um,
0: What's your Instagram handle, by the way? Just...
1: At Anne-Marie Cogan.
0: At Anne-Marie Cogan. Made a name. N M A R E E C O G A N. Yes, great Nice thing. last name. Yeah. So go check her out Anne-Marie Cogan on Instagram because uh, then you can, I'm sure you're happy to take any questions. Yeah, you can
1: uh, creep and stalk my Instagram.
0: <laughs> or you can just message her.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> either way.
0: Uh, sorry, go back to it, you were saying?
1: Um, yeah, I mean, trust will mean something different to everybody. You know, what What does trust mean to this person? might not mean trust to another person because some things will go without saying. So, as much as that's, you know, it's a, good, it's a great question. It's all gonna be relative to each person. And, you know, through coaching, I might, depending on the person, what comes up, it could be that I might need to explore the, their other relationships. You know, a lot of the time, I'd say about oof, 85 to 90, maybe even higher would be patterns, you know, and it might not be you know, intimate relationships. It could be a pattern, with you know, mother, father, brother. So there's trust, you know, it's um, been broken, betrayal. There'll be some sort of thing because I see it when people will write in and they'll ask me questions, but it's more about their beliefs. Like there's one which is like, why do I always find something wrong with these people? So, you know what I mean, so it's, not, it's not that, why do I always? The fact that what I'm looking for in that sentence is, I always. So that's a belief. So that's what she's looking for, she's looking out for. So ah, there's, you know. Yeah, that's interesting. So if there's a, an issue of trust or betrayal, you know, I, I'm also I- looking for the what words they use.
0: So when someone says, why do I always, with then followed by saying that le- usually or potentially leads to a belief they yeah, have about their way of seeing the world.
1: Yeah. Especially when it's always or never.
0: Now, because I hear that a lot. Like, yeah. I, I'm quite attentive to what people say because it's part of my job mm. as a coach, you mm. know. And I hear people say, that, you know, why do I always...
1: Yeah, why do I always... Why do I, I always... always
0: even simple stuff, like, why do I always forget mm. to put my keys by the door? Yeah. Why do I... And then that's a belief and that's why they fucking always forget to do
1: it. Yeah, well, you know, you, it's just your thoughts are in, you know, create things in the world. So, you know, it happens a few times. Your mind, your subconscious is the evidence that this happens so then it then becomes a belief because that's the evidence that you've been shown let's talk
0: more about that like you've talked about you know how thoughts you know create these beliefs Mm -hmm. and then people end up you know looking for that in their life and Mm. they get the evidence of it and they repeat that and uh, tell me more about it tell me more about how these thoughts kind of create our reality so to speak
1: okay so let's go back to when like we're born yeah We're, we're this sponge we're just taking in all these things and our subconscious mind is taking them in literally at that time because we don't have any experience. So until about, you know, say seven, you're just, you think you're still part of your parents. You know, you're just taking in all these things. And so what you see and experience then becomes your belief system. So all your beliefs are pretty much done by that age. And there is a person who has um, an actual graph and my pregnancy brain will not let me (laughs) remember that name. but there's certain time frames. So after you're seven, you go into your teenage years, and you haven't had the experience of things like fear. So when you're 15, you'll jump off, you know, a cliff into the ocean. But when you're say, you know, hitting 25 into 30, you've got the experience to think, okay, well actually, that there's a few rocks down there. I'm not going to do that. So you have that. Your mind changes and shifts. So these things occur through your life, and they just create these beliefs. Um, through coaching, I've seen people who might have an adult belief that um, you know they can't do anything by themselves, and it's not something that they might have learned at work. It could be something that you know they might have got got in trouble because they spilt milk in the kitchen. Don't do that again, your mum says. You know, I need you can't do anything by yourself. And as a little kid at three or four,
0: you've just taken the program. Yeah.
1: So okay. So that's it. Mm. But as an adult, you can then recognise that and say, well, actually, I can do stuff and you can then mm. work on shifting that. But these things happen over time and, you know, little things, more evidence, well hmm, shit, i fucked that one up, so I need to do that with somebody else. Mm. And it becomes this, this big belief. So when you're in your adult years and hitting towards you, your 30 and things, you think, well, why do I always do that?
0: Mm. And the funny thing is, is that we've got so much blank space in the age, in the younger than 10 years mm. that you don't realise all the different programmes you've got uh, in one spiritual teaching, um, uh, the teacher, David Hawkins, says how uh, when he was younger he picked up a program that, you know, eating eggs gives you high cholesterol. So he'd eat eggs and he'd get high cholesterol. But when he realized he was getting high cholesterol but it was just a program, he changed it, the program himself. Mm. Like, he, you know, I surrender this belief and I am an infinite being. I'm only subject to that mm. which I hold in mind and I no longer believe in that. Mm. And he kept eating the same, if not more, eggs and cheese and high cholesterol foods, but yeah. his cholesterol didn't go up. Yeah, um, 100%. Is that so isn't that connect? fascinating?
1: Yeah. There's definitely a huge mind-body connection. There's a um, process that I've used before with some clients where their bodies were giving them symptoms, um, and we talk to those symptoms, and why they're actually occurring is because there's a something that needs to shift, because it's been something that they've possibly been told and heard and then just taken on board, because... The subconscious mind doesn't actually hear like the negatives so it just takes it like that's verbatim that's real that's real that's real mm. and so until we're older we can actually sort of have the brain so sort of say well actually no that's it, i can actually change that i can shift that if, if you choose to be you know that way inclined
0: no doubt and tell me more about Relationships. When people come to you with a relationship mm-hmm. issue, problem, or desire, or goal, what are they normally coming to you with, like, generally speaking?
1: Um, well, the, the breakup expert is the first thing on my Instagram, okay. so tha- and that's where I get a lot of my... Um, so, breakups is yeah,
0: usually the main... Yeah, account. it's
1: usually that.
0: Yeah. Um, so... Are they usually the one who's been broken up? Fr- like, are they the other one that got the broken up from or the breaker upper? upper that's, I don't even yeah. know what the terms are. <laughs> How would you say that? <laughs> um, the break-upper sh- or break Or What, you, what terms do s- you use? I
1: would say the person who comes to me is usually the one that's been hurt, hurt. and who hasn't done, who hasn't okay. finished the relationship. Regardless so that, yeah. of whether
0: they broke it off yeah. or the other person broke it off, yeah. they're the one that's hurt. Yeah, yeah
1: they're the ones got that it. have been, um, who is still holding on to something from their last relationship. Um, so it's a in my mind, like what's flashing up in my brain is that they can't sort of get over it. There's something that's stopping them is from letting go. Is it guys
0: or girls that you see? Um,
1: I do have a few dudes that yeah. follow me. Um, but it's
0: mostly girls, I'm assuming. Majority yeah.
1: I- is females because okay. it's in general. Females will talk about the stuff. Stuff
0: with another female. Too. Yeah. And they do talk. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and, and A guy will just get on it with his mates.
1: Yeah. You yeah. just go out and yeah. you deal with it differently. Yeah. And that's, and that's just, you know, and that's generalizing. Not, yeah. it, not everyone's like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, majority of it would be yeah. women because they, they want to n- know and you know they're gonna be more feeling. They wanna sort of yeah. move discuss on from that and yeah, discuss let it.
0: Go, yeah, I get it. And okay, so how do you help this person? I'm Sue, I've just broken up with mm-hmm. Steve and I'm upset mm-hmm. and I'm hurting. What would be your, your price? I mean, how could someone at home who's actually hurting right now that's listening to this this podcast mm-hmm. or watching this YouTube clip, how or what would you suggest to them to start mm. to you know alleviate that okay. pain?
1: From your example that you just gave me, that person who's just said, "I am." you're talking about where you are now. I'm looking at where you want to be. So you've just described somebody that I'm hurt, I've broken up, I'm this, I'm this and that. It's it's somebody, I, I need to know where they want to be. So okay, so that's where you are now. Where would you like to be? But
0: mm-hmm.
1: okay, that's st- where I need to get you to.
0: You start to get them to focus their mind on... Mm. Where they'd like to be as opposed to where they are.
1: Yeah. Okay I, And it's also um, the language that they're using yeah. because they might still refer back to where they are. Well, what's I don't. what's
0: some common language that they use?
1: Okay. So, somebody who's still s- in that space of hurt. Yeah. Um, will say, well, I don't want to be hurt anymore. I don't want to be sad. I don't want... And it's all still referring back to where they are.
0: Yeah, got it. Because it's like don't want, hence they
1: are. Yeah. So even if it's like, well, I want to be over Steve. Okay, so if you want to, then I will correct it and say, well, if you want to be over Steve, then what would you be? And okay. it could be, oh, I want to be free. So I need to I get them to... feel peaceful d- Yeah, or and I feel it even loved or something. The, the energy, and yeah. this is that yeah. part of me that does all the energy work, yeah. but it feels different when you say that. Because yeah. even if you're saying that, yeah. you know, I want to be over Steve, it still feels heavy. Whereas I want to be free and ready for an- another relationship. There's definitely yeah. different...
0: I, f- I feel the yeah. vibrations of the word. No, yeah. yeah, 100%. Like you guys at home right now, say to yourself, mm. you know, uh hate... Fear, doubt, mm. worry, say it in your mind and feel your body. And then if you say mm. freedom, love, hope, peace, feel the vibration of that. Because every yeah. word has power in and of itself. Oh, yeah. Because I, I felt it as you were saying it. <coughs> when I was saying get over steer, I was like, oh,
1: steer. Yeah. <laughs> and and <laughs> yeah. I watch your ph- physiology as well. Yeah. So, I mean, if, you know, little tidbits would be just to be mindful of your language. Like, where is, it, where is the direction of your language? If, if your direction is back to the hurt, just, be, just watch it. Like, that's just the very first thing is where are your thoughts and your words going to? Because you're directing it back to that emotion. I don't want to be sad anymore.
0: But it's bringing them back to sad. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, got it. Um, Okay, so starting to have a vision of and knowing where you want to be and also bringing some mindfulness and observation to yourself around your language and how you are. Mm. Yeah, I, I agree because I feel that observation... Then leads mm. to choice. Then choice yeah. then leads to change, yeah. and change leads to a different 100%. result. Yeah. So I, I can. Of that's exactly what we do here. Observation is a massive part mm. of our practice. Yeah, I was going to observe say observe yourself. Yeah, uh, I was going to
1: yeah. say with if, with any sort of you know with sports or something. If someone's coming in to learn something, if they have a belief that, oh, I can't get out Yeah. You know, <laughs> <laughs> and I only know that because I've known you for so long. You know, they. That's their belief. It's just like, well, I'm open to learning yeah. bong sao or yeah. today i'm going to be a little bit better yeah. at bong sao yeah
0: got it well i mean i think you've actually my mind's gone to a different place right now because <laughs> sometimes people <laughs> are like wha- i've had people ask like why are you doing a podcast you're a kung fu teacher like you teach kung fu and meditation writing mm. a podcast because i'm of the belief that kung fu especially the lineage i first grew up in mm. in wing chun was about continuous evolution and growth Yep. And I find that you grow by gaining new ideas and concepts yep. and beliefs rather than being structured into one way of thinking. Oh, yep. So sitting here with you learning about how relationships work, how the mind works, yep. how energy works, opens up things yep. in myself to evolve my Kung Fu practice. Yeah, And that's so actually
1: called um, a trans-derivational search. So when someone's talking to you and you're listening to them, you're hearing the words that resonate with you, yep. but you're also going into your own mind and picking out how you can actually relate that. To yourself and to your own life. Trans. Trans derivational search. Trans derivational so like search. going into your mind Google mm-hmm. and, ju- and yep. says basically, what does this mean? How does that relate to okay, me? Okay, yeah. And so, okay, so yeah, I can actually use that in Kung Fu and then I can use that with my clients and then all of a sudden it's a, mm. it's a different thought that goes in. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yep. It's like your way of filtering it and understanding yeah. the world. Yeah, so that way you
1: can connect with that idea. Okay, you now I get it in that way.
0: Yep, got it. In regards to your own personal journey, what do you feel, you know, what experiences have given you the biggest learnings? Or what, maybe even putting it another way, is what is there a story you can tell which has mm-hmm. given you a valuable lesson?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> How um, do you want? <laughs> yeah, which one do you want? There's all different, there's lots of different stories, and I'm, you know, I am focusing on putting that into a, a written form and into a book because I feel people do learn through stories. I mean, great storytellers are the ones you sort of listen to mm. and write books and you actually take from that. Mm. Um, but if there's one something I'd wanna share today um, from my own journey was, is, is to step out of it. As, a, you know, as someone who's coaching just therapy, I went into my own therapy session this morning because there are things in my life that um, still need work because when we're attached to our own stuff, our own story, It means something different. My breakup is a lot harder to deal with because it's mine. Whereas I'm dealing with other people's stuff, it's not mine. Mm. It's just a, a story that I'm being told so I can sit there objectively. And if you can find a way to step out of your own movie and just watch it. So watch John go through something or watch Betty watching her breakup with her partner or not getting over somebody it becomes a different perspective so you can actually think about it differently. And for me, being able to disassociate feelings um, when it came to dating and finding my person, and my husband, I had to step out of it. And that was huge to be able to see it from that point of view instead of, and I don't know if it's a girl thing, maybe guys do this too. We perhaps meet somebody, make these connections and be like, oh my God, they, we both like papés and we both like pasta. So we're going to be together forever. I mean, <laughs> you know, and, and girls will admit this to me. Puppets like and pasta. You know, <laughs> and, and then they're just like, oh, when are we going to have a beach wedding? It's like, you've, you know, hardly anything about this person and you're making such big yeah. decisions mm. um, and you create a story. Whereas if you're, you know, stepping back from it and perhaps Know, looking at it from a different point of view where
0: it's... How does, how does someone gain that perspective, that mm-hmm. different view, that objective look at themselves? Because we're so caught up mm. in ourselves, We're like trapped in our own body, so to speak. Like, mm. How do you suggest for a person to get that external perspective or new view?
1: I would physically get them to stand out of themselves. So if, say, we're sitting here in ourselves, yeah. I would get them to physically step back. And see themselves,
0: like a visualization. Yeah, like a visualization. Okay, Imagine
1: yeah, yeah. you could step out of yourself.
0: The Kung Fu guys would have been like, "How the fuck do I physically step out of myself?" Yeah, but so I see what you mean more in a visual sense. Yeah, yeah okay, got it. But it's um, and energetically, as opposed yeah. to actually physically, because that's yep. not so, possible um,
1: for most There's a thing called anchors. So yeah. we're anchored into loads of different things. Like certain songs will create different emotions. Yep. Um, you know. A certain smell, like with aromatherapy and oils.
0: Is that like when I see my sister, I feel like punching her in the face? Yeah, pretty much. Okay, yeah, got yeah. it. So, <laughs> just,
1: no, look, you see certain people in your life that you don't like and that make you angry, like, mm-hmm. you know, um, Maths, which has been on Married at First Sight. There's a lot of controversy on that, and that really triggers me. I don't like seeing all these people be really negative, and there's a lot of mm. um, hate. As much as it's great for me to watch as a therapist. I literally like I learned about that last week. Yeah. Like one of my students was <laughs> like
0: to leave class early I'm like why I have to go watch maps yeah like, what's a maths? It
1: it's the whole <laughs> sort know. of um, culture of watching train wrecks and yeah. watching bad things happen <laughs> it, it, it's true that, I think mean, that's I think that that's the trend at the moment but um <laughs> it triggered me so i have yep. anchored into that so mm-hmm. what I'm saying is to step out of yourself mm-hmm. is to sort of literally there's that's you anchor yourself there and then step out and just watch yourself so it'd be like a visualization it wouldn't be just like step out of yourself it's I'd get them to a space to yeah. relax, kay. and it wouldn't be something I'd do in a first session, mm-hmm. because I mm. need to build a mm-hmm. trust factor yep. um, of yep. that. Because it might be a little too much for some people. So that for um, for me, I'd have to gauge: is this person ready for that kind of process yep. to do? Can they do that? Or perhaps I can do it in a different way. I might just work conversationally. You know, okay. or p- you know, I might just say, "Oh, if you saw somebody else going through that." What would you notice about that?
0: What could someone at home do to themselves if they haven't got access to you?
1: Uh, mm-hmm.
0: How could they get that perspective? Um, Stepping out of themselves, I'm sure you've given them some ideas there they could play with now. But
1: yeah.
0: how else could they do that? because like, conversationally you'd have to be there. You yeah, know? yeah. So without, what about without you? Yeah,
1: I would. I'd probably get them to, pr- you know, say if it was a friend. Imagine your friend was going through that situation. Okay. What kind of, you know, what kind of things would That's you tell your friend? One. Because. It's very easy, as I said before, we're attached to our own stuff. If your friend's going through pretty much the same relationship, you'd be like, he's a dickhead, break up with him, let's egg his car. You know, so <laughs> <laughs> not that I've ever done that, but... Um, egg boy. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's very easy to pass judgment on something that you're not attached to. So if you can imagine that it's not yourself, but if it's your friend, mm. you'd be like, oh, yeah, if this happened to um, Sam... I'd tell him to, to leave. I'd tell him to you know meet someone else. I'd tell him to come out with me.
0: Got it. That's a good one. Mm. Yeah. A couple of things I'd probably do is I'd say try meditation. I'd mm. suggest that because I find mm. that gives you a little bit of a separation from your own thoughts, mm. which essentially that's what we're talking about. Yeah. Their, their own yeah. thoughts and emotions which they're identified with as mm. themselves. Yeah. yeah. Another one that I personally find is helpful mm. is um, – Using your name in third person, like The Rock does. You know, can you smell what The Rock is cooking? Mm. I did that for like a couple days, where just to try and disassociate myself from myself, and I said, John feels like they're doing this. John wants to go to the (laughs) shops. It's (laughs) weird. It's weird. No, it does work. What you'll find, yeah, is (laughs) that I found that after a while, I was disassociated from the thoughts, Mm. and I was having more of an observation of myself. Yeah. John was having more of an observation of himself.
1: It it totally works. I've been to um some neuro-linguistic programming conferences, that happen every few years. And um, there was one speaker, um, I think it was Michael Grinder? It was Michael Grinder and John Grinder. And um, he was speaking, um, it it came up in conversation about, you know, when you're doing a presentation, or if you have to um, say, look at yourself. So when I do my video, I don't like doing them, but I had to get over it and I wasn't looking at myself. So I wasn't thinking, oh, she should have plucked her eyebrows. You know what I mean? I'm more like, oh, she... I was looking at the content because it yeah. wasn't me. Mm-hmm. It was just like, oh, okay, it was actually I could listen to it that way so I can actually not be attached. Because so, we get we're so caught, caught up in a selfie culture and how we look and what other people will perceive of it. But if we're not looking at ourselves, you know, we're judging that person. Okay, well, she should probably stand on that side. She should probably do this. It's not me anymore. Mm. So I, I totally get what you're saying. Yeah. You, you're detaching from you. It's so much easier to have a different perspective which is what we've been talking about being able to sort of get away from it being us
0: mm, john agrees <laughs> <laughs> so does <say>, <laughs> So we're running low on time we've got another guest coming in soon but i do have a, a couple more questions for you mm.
1: make them wait no, I'm uh,
0: uh, no, I'm not. with um <laughs> there's two sides there there's relationships in general mm. and then there's breakups and i suppose mm. if someone's once gotten over their breakup then they probably want some tips on their relationship moving forward yes so so we've given some people some tips at home now on how to deal with the breakup is mm. there any other final things that you might say would help someone going through a difficult breakup feeling hurt
1: you you'll be in your breakup as long as you want to be there so it, it's a choice you can either choose to continue that State of hurt, or you can choose to be a little bit different. I would, I'd say, it might be easier just to be transitional about it. Like n- instead of waking up the next day, and am like, I'm going to be over it, because it's a grieving process. You know, it's, you know, for like, for lack of a better sort of example, it's a death of the sort. It's an ending, so it's not something that will. If you really wanted to, it could be changed in a day, but. We're humans, we have emotions, so it's being gentle and kind to yourself. Like today, you know, and breakups can be really hard. Today, I'm gonna have a shower and wash my hair. And that could be just one thing that you do, which then sets you on a path of doing smaller things. So, you know, in a month's time, you're feeling completely different. So don't be so hard on yourself. So just transition through it and be be okay to grieve. You know, if you wanna stay home and watch Bridget Jones and, Eat crisps and drink, you know, UD, UDLs, I think that's what they're called. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, then, then do that. Like, you don't have to be over it. Yep. It's like I, I know that I had a time where I thought I couldn't. I had to be perfect because I'm a coach. I shouldn't have any problems. And it's just like, that's a lie. Good like, luck with that. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, there's still stuff that will happen. There's things mm. that will annoy me, and mm. I need to work on. So mm. yeah, be o- be okay with, you know, that grieving process, and let yourself be sad. Just don't stay there too long.
0: How about moving forward? How about now I've gotten over it? So I'm Sue or I'm Steve and I'm over it now. Mm. Thank you. I feel great. I don't feel I'm not hurting anymore. Mm. I've transitioned. I've had the patience and the love with myself. Mm. So I'm ready to move forward. How do I find that perfect relationship? Yeah,
1: this is a bit I love because this is, it's like a blank canvas. You can just, you can start all over again. Like it doesn't have to be the way it was. You don't have to date the same person over and over again. You can completely shift and change that. And doing a lot of work on yourself, like figuring out not only, you know, there's a lot of people that say, write the list. I don't know if you've heard of it. Uh, yeah, the list of what you want um, in a partner. Um, and it's more than just that you're tall, dark, and handsome and drives the business. Puppies you. and the pasta. Yeah, <laughs> and you must take puppies and it lots of the pasta. Um, you know, get more depth into it. I want them to be caring. If I'm sad, I want them to. You know, give me space to be sad, you know, being really um, detailed in that process. But within that, I find that it's we're looking for this. This person needs to be that. We also need to look at who do we need to be in that yeah. couple? You know, Do I need to be more understanding? Do I need to be more patient? Because going in thinking that this person is just going to be perfect, you know, is ridiculous. You know, there are going to be times where shit happens and you may have an argument like, how do you resolve those arguments? What do you need to be like so that those things can be resolved? So I think that that part is the fun part. And I found through my own process um, of what I would call sort of detachment dating, of just going out and enjoying the date and learning something new about a person. And if it didn't work out, that's great nephew, Alan, we were at Sushi once and he said, you know what? One more no is closer to yes. And that reframed everything for me. And I was like, you know what? So if I get a lot of no's, that's fucking brilliant. Because that means whoever I'm supposed to be with is closer, so I'm just gonna take this time to learn and learn about myself, about what I want. So I could, it was just a great and fun process. And that's not to say I still wasn't hurt if someone didn't like me it's not to say I still didn't get cheated on in that process, but I was just more resilient and I had more hope and faith mm. that, you know, this person would come along. Mm. And it was definitely a process of letting go. It was just like, when am I gonna meet that person? It's it just like me,
0: you've reminded me of um gold digging. Like mm. if people No not like not like in gold digging. Not that type of gold digging. I'd my I mean, like I can <laughs> say how that relates, but that's not what I meant. Yeah. But I mean, in the sense, like when people are digging for gold, right? You've yeah. got a massive amount of land or space, you're in a cave, mm. and you're digging. Mm. And you spend a whole day digging, and you mm. just get rock after rock after rock mm. after rock, and a whole day of rock, and you yeah. get home. But as the gold digger, you're like, yes, I got rid of all of those rocks, which are like the no's, which bring me mm. closer to the gold, which is like the yes. Yeah. So that patience and that, that mm. faith in the fact that you're moving forward with relationships yeah. or with whatever it is, you know? So yeah. that, that's cool, I like that.
1: Yeah, no, it's- um,
0: Okay, and how about, is there any final messages or questions or ideas you wanna leave with our listeners?
1: Yeah. Don't get stuck on the small stuff. Like if, if you're in that space that you're ready to meet somebody new, if it doesn't work out, you know, don't get stuck on the fact that you know they're not texting I've seen so many groups that I've actually had to leave where women are getting putting a lot of energy into something that didn't work like writing about it getting you know, people to comment about it um.
0: and probably attracting more of that because yeah of
1: definitely like and, and but maybe it's older wise than me saying that but it's if if someone wasn't talking to them on like an app, engaging, still engaging that conversation. Like that's that's enough, you know what I mean? Like if they're not talking back and it's it's not going anywhere, then that's fine. Leave it at that. You don't need to get into an argument with that person. Like mm. that's you bringing up all your old stuff and taking it out on the stranger. Yeah, it, it, it comes back to really sort of attaching yourself and being okay with a no. You know, and, and the laughing about it and not making that your focus of things. If, if I focused on every person that I met before I met my husband, I probably wouldn't have met him. Like I probably wouldn't have learnt anything. Like it's just I'd take a step back and say- I can understand that what you mean. Okay, like one guy I met, we got, okay, we, were, we were great on the phone, met in person, and all he wanted to talk about was, you know, how he had 10 pairs of Gucci shoes in the same style and different colour, and I was like, okay you know, it's and that's not something I, I told everybody. It was something yeah. I tell as a joke and yeah. a sort yeah. of um as learning in as a learning, but yeah. it wasn't something that I was like I can't yeah. believe it, you know what I mean? Yeah. It wasn't something yeah. it wasn't the core of a conversation. Yeah. It was just like, okay, well move on. Like let let go of the things that don't mean so much yeah. and focus on okay, well my end goal isn't that. My end goal is still to meet somebody and being open mm. to, you know, Coming.
0: I, I totally get it. And it's kind of like this. It's like all the exes in the past, all the girlfriends or boyfriends mm. and husbands or wives mm. in the past have all been lessons for you to learn the type of person you want to be with.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? And the person you want to be yeah. as well. Because, yeah. I mean, we, we learn from our relationships. I know that from what a lot of my family and friends would say was a horrible ex. I also learned from that that I needed to say what I wanted. Mm. I stayed too long in that relationship. Yeah. I, sh- I could we have all said have a role to play. Yeah, yeah. I, I, and, and taking ownership of I wasn't saying what I wanted, so I became much more um, not the word aggressive, but verbal. like I wasn't afraid of saying I want to have a relationship. Yep. I'm looking to meet somebody yep. um, and going long term with them. And if somebody was turned off by that, that's great. Mm. Another rock. Yeah, it's just like I don't w- I want I want this to end now, then find out. You know, ten months down the track, that you weren't really looking for something serious, and that's why I've no, not met your family. Yeah,
0: and that comes back to communication, doesn't it? That's yeah. what we're talking about. Yes, life very good. is a circle. <laughs> a circle. <laughs> well, John is very pleased with our conversation today, and oh. very happy. Now, where can our guys find you if they want tips on relationship or uh, breakups? Okay, uh, so
1: you can creep me on Instagram. That's where I'm, I hang out the most, yep. and that's at Anne Marie Cogan
0: a mm. double n m a r e e c o g a n yep it's
1: like bogan but with a c Emory
0: Anne- uh-huh. kogan cool do you yeah. have a website
1: uh yeah it's dot com. so you can find same name Yeah, same same name um you can find um, blogs that i've written yep. um and if you go to the website you can also sign up for the uh, 7 day uh what was it heal your heart challenge Ooh. so that's a good one to sort of start shifting your mindset into something
0: and that's, that's free different.
1: Yes, it's all free.
0: There you go. Go get your free uh, seven-day Hear Your Heart Hear Challenge, your heart challenge mm. on Cogan.com. Okay, thank you so much for coming today, Cogan.com. Mm. Much love. Yes. And I look forward to doing this again with you
1: soon. Give me a hug. Yeah, I'm not getting up. Too